cafe anyway. Somewhere in Podcaster Valleyton. That's where we are. Mike's Daily Podcast. That's Anki and her uncle Yope. My uncle Yope. Her grandfather Yope. Mike's Daily Podcast. And I'm saying end this song because it's the beginning of the podcast and I do that all, all the time. And I'm singing, and this is so fine. Listen to these lyrics, they're great. As I'm doing things on the fly, I'm fixing this here. And okay, that sounds better. Oh, why? Why? Because it's Cafe Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. And the show called Mike's Daily Podcast, where today Mike has discovered all kinds of interesting things. Mike still can't upload daily to YouTube podcast. I still don't care. Yeah. And I still have lots of people at my job that are out because of COVID and I still have I still have a very 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 long overdue vacation that's coming to me. A trip somewhere outside of California or at least outside of the Bay Area. And I need more time to explore the Bay Area because it is a beautiful area in parts of the Bay Area. But no, today, there's a very interesting thing that came across my desk here at Cafe Anyway with all these wonderful people and uh, the wonderful group of Cafe Anyway characters that we talk to, the podcast players. They are uh, always here hanging out and we will speak to them in a moment. I think, who's going to be stopping by? Oh, Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster. We heard a little bit of audio of when the brewmaster, early, early days, like 20 years ago, what the brewmaster sounded like on the last podcast. You go back and listen to that, mystadpodcast.com. Because it's seriously the best thing in the world. All right, now that I've talked myself up, because if you don't talk yourself up, nobody will, will they? No. But why get rid of your phone? And here's today's podcast picture. Well, I mean, get rid of your phone for waking you up. I'm going to do another podcast picture from four years ago in Daytona Beach. I was watching a guy named Chad. He's a Chad. Chad Gallivanter on YouTube. And he's fun to watch because he's this, all he is is a, basically a beard some sunglasses and a hat a baseball cap and he's always wearing one of those Florida shirts that got the big flap in the back to let the air in I know Basil the late great Basil the boxer Basil didn't like those flaps in the back and the other thing about Chad is that he's a Chad but also he talks when he's talking and he does a video uh, channel there on the YouTube his bottom lip looks like it's going to jump up and swallow his whole face. Not like in the way that a certain conservative talk show host that I used to like to uh, make fun of does it. But this other way, where <laughs> this one talk show host talks like this all the time, like this. I know that kind of sounds like Rush, but no, there's somebody else who's still alive. But this guy, anyway, Chad's got the interesting lip. But he goes to all these cool places. Apparently, he lives in Deland, Florida, which was about an hour's drive from where my mom lived, my late mom. And she used to go to this place called the Athens Theater. I went with her a couple of times and saw Cabaret, 
uh, South Pacific And she used to go there all the time In fact My regret is that we didn't go Well we were gonna go In October with her to a show In Athens She wanted to take us my lovely lady friend and I But they were showing Clue I mean <sighs> I didn't like the movie I don't think I even liked the game I like murder mysteries But I don't know She said it was okay but Because she ended up going without us But Here's the point The point of all this is that I have an email That I got from the friend of my late mom's She responded I I was thanking her Because she's put me on her email list And I will read you what she wrote me It's very touching But You should get rid of your phone It's time to invest in an old school alarm clock For the sake of your sleep And stop using your phone as an alarm This according to Metro Lifestyle Metro UK underscore life And their uh, Their metro.co.uk But their handle was the other thing I just said Anyway Cafe anyway You've heard the advice from everyone From sleep experts to their mums As the Brits say You really should make your bedroom A phone free zone Really You should And I need to heed this advice More than anybody I check my phone early in the morning Because I'm an operations manager for a radio station And I get called if there's an off-air alarm I get called if there's something happening At the radio station that I need to know about And I I check the phone and it has destroyed my sleep Maybe one of the number one reasons why I need a career readjustment (laughs) But it's because it's driving me crazy But if you... You have one response to that bit of wisdom But I need my phone's alarm to wake up on time for work It's a handy excuse But uh, there's a solution Rather than relying on your phone It's time to invest in an old school alarm clock By old school That's not the alarm clock It, It doesn't need to be analog But it does need to be an actual clock That serves only to do two things Tell time and sound an alarm And mimics the sunrise If you're feeling fancy I don't know how you would do that But then you won't have any excuse To not do what all the experts say And stick your phone in a drawer In a different room It will help you ditch the doom scrolling Meaning better sleep As we go outside a cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Tim, the last place on earth And this is FFFF episode 2481 2481 You know Doom scrolling Oh My lovely lady friend gets into that It's just the worst The worst Because you read stories like How all these conservative talk show people How they're talking about Oh we shouldn't forgive debt I worked my way through college I worked I worked hard and it taught me Principles that I use in my life These kids should learn these principles At work by the sweat of their brow And then you find out That that same person saying that got all This help They didn't do it By the sweat of their brow They had a rich uncle or they got a special Loan 
or, or a scholarship or whatever. Hey, I'm just saying it will make you go crazy just going through the doom scrolling. Uh, so remove the, tem- tem- the, remove the temptation by banning your phone from the bedroom, putting it far out of reach. You should consider a traditional alarm clock that's separate from your phone as it's easy to, for us to be distracted by what's taking place on our screens while relying on your phone as an alarm. This according to a neuroscientist and professor of sleep science named Colin Espy. Even on silent, your phone disrupts your sleep. Cell phone screens produce blue light, visible light with relatively short wavelengths, which is known to suppress our natural sleep hormones. It's best to rouse yourself naturally from a full eight hours, but we know that's not realistic. Having an old school alarm that you keep set by the same time every day. Yes, even at weekends. Yes, even at weekends. They say that because if you sleep in, you disrupt your sleep because your your body you've now broken the the rhythm that your body is in so same time every day is the best thing the body craves regularity and so having a regular wake up time can be very positive change in terms of improving sleep if the body does not know when you're going to wake it cannot prepare and thus you are liable to feel groggy when you wake interesting you it if it does not know when you're going to wake, it cannot prepare, and thus you're liable to feel groggy when you wake. Huh. So it's best to be regular with your sleep. Interesting. So I wanted to share that with you, and this is what my podcast is all about. It's stuff that I find interesting. The Artemis Moon launch, for example... Artemis moon launch is the first step to a colony on Mars. I guess it is happening on Monday. A 1.3 million mile test flight. NASA's Orion spacecraft is set to lift off on Monday for a 1.3 million mile test flight. Along with the road leading to NASA's giant vehicle assembly building at Kennedy Space Center are rows of banners with images of the 37 billion dollar space launch system rocket and Orion spacecraft and the Artemis slogan we are going that is of course weather and technology permitting Artemis is a 1.3 million mile test mission that will put on trial the hardware, software, and ground systems needed for returning humans to the moon by 2025. That according to thetimes.co.uk. And finally, oh, what? Since we're doing all this UK stuff, even though I'm here in the US, what is going on? Apparently a story here Solar power is a threat to UK farmland. This from Carbon Brief, the threat posted to UK farms by the expansion of solar power has emerged as a campaign issue for the final two candidates in the race to become the nation's new prime minister. Despite the claims, the ground-mounted solar panels currently cover only 0.1% of all land in the UK. 
that's not a thing. That's funny because those type of solar panels cover a lot of the parking lots. Carbonbrief.org, by the way, uh, in the Bay Area. And they act as shade for the parking lots. So the parking lots, you know, usually the asphalt, the tarmac gets super, super hot where the parking lot is. But these solar panels act as a bit of a shade. When it rains, they do not act as well as they don't. They're not really umbrellas. The water leaks and gets on you everywhere. The late great Basil, the boxer, and I discovered that. We got caught in a rainstorm here in the Bay Area and tried to hide under some solar panels. Did not work. It was still dripping all over us. And finally, this bit of intel. Intel officials will assess the risk to national security from documents found at Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Avril Haines, the director of national intelligence, said the agency will conduct a damage assessment of the documents that were removed. This is according to a letter to congressional lawmakers obtained by NBC News. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence, or DNI, which oversees the CIA and 16 other agencies, including the NSA, will lead an intelligence community assessment of the potential risk. And the letter first reported by Politico was addressed to the House Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff and House Oversight Committee, uh, Committee Chair Carolyn Maloney, both Democrats, who had both asked for a security damage assessment days after the FBI search of Trump's Florida club, August 8th. Gosh, it only happened on August 8th. That's enough. Put down the mic. The Senate Intelligence Committee has also asked for damage assessment as well as further details. But the substances of the documents, uh, about the substances of the documents, but is yet to receive any. Interesting. Well, that's all I have of interesting, of note, of stuff, of things. Now... I think the last podcast, I played you a little bit of some audio from like 20 years ago. Was on, I was on the radio in Ventura at a country station called K-Hate. And I had found an old cassette tape that had some of the audio from those days. And I, I tried to play it. Actually, the connection I had at Cafe Anyway was not so good. It was sort of out of phase. So I wanted to give you a little snippet of 20 years ago and what it sounded like. Oh, let's see if this will play. Oh, it's going to play. Look at this. New artist Steve Azar. I don't have to be me till Monday. A song he wrote. He wrote a bunch of songs on his new album. That, that's me 20 years ago at the cafe, uh, Santa Fe Cafe. Not cafe anyway, but kind of a precursor. That music post-party. You and I are now being visited at my table by the stage. The KA Santa Fe Cafe by our janitor who will tell us of any cleaning emergencies. Hopefully we don't get dinged by anybody for playing this theme song to Taxi. I feel that guy that was out there shredding documents on the dance floor. You'd ever clean up all the documents he shredded. Oh. Now, weren't you going to do that? Okay, doc. I was going to... Well, because you're the janitor, I thought you would... Um... <laughs> all right. I'll go out there now. Uh, people are tripping and falling on their... Uh, 
this Rascal Flats? That was a Rascal Flats song. <laughs> Hope I don't get dinged for playing the intro to that Rascal Flats song, which I don't think ended up being a hit for Rascal Flats, needless to say. So, I hate that expression, needless to say. Then why did you say it? All right, so I was going to tell you about the wonderful little letter I got from Winky. Her name's Winky. She was a friend of my mom's. And I got in touch with her when my mom passed. Let her know because Winky and my mom used to go out to uh, restaurants with some other friends. And they'd go and eat at all these places. I remember this one place my mom loved this Mexican restaurant in Daytona Beach. In fact, when I was back there in February trying to get everything all sorted with my mom's estate, I found myself suddenly, I was like, oh my gosh, because that's right, I was trying to get to the bank and the banks closed at some really early hour in Florida. I don't know, maybe that's all over the place, but I could not get into the bank. So I'm looking across the parking lot and I'm like, there's that um, Mexican restaurant. So I walked in there and I wanted to try and find on their menu. I guess I could have done this online, but I was physically there, so I did it anyway. Plus I needed to use their restroom. And I'm looking through the menu, trying to find what it was my mom loved at this restaurant that she went to with Winky. And it was a, like a sashimi uh, type thing, like a, a tuna, like a raw tuna type thing that, but it was done in such a way that it had kind of a Mexican restaurant feel to it. I don't know what it was. Now I wish I had the menu. I still, but it was so neat to, to like, it was almost like a, in a weird way, you never know what it is that's going to conjure up the memory and make someone, if someone that passed there again. And for a second she was there, my mom. So hearing from Winky and starting to get on her mail list and get all her crazy jokes that she gets. And I wrote, I read one of her jokes uh, on the last show. She wrote me back because I wanted to thank her. She said, glad you enjoyed. Sometimes I get a whole bunch and other times nothing. Uh, well, glad you got the house sold. Oh, that's right. I had to sell my mom's house, which was crazy. And the housing market is just, the prices are dropping everywhere. House prices are dropping and people that are holding out for that same amount they would have gotten a year ago, they're just, the houses are just staying and staying and staying. And then people break into the houses and they squat. And that's a terrible verb, but that's what they do. And it's terrible. So the housing market, not good, but such as what things are, they are. We had one of our lunch yesterday, continues Winky, and we talked about your mom. And then when I got home, there was an email from you. I miss her. She was a good friend and a great person. You can use my silly emails because I was telling her I was going to use them on the podcast. I don't mind. She says, I'm just now learning about podcasts. And she wrote it two separate words, pod and then casts. Like a cast system. No, like the pod is casting a line out. Podcasts or a, a, gr- a group of several people in a play. Several, several plays, I guess. There would be several casts of different plays. Maybe at the Athens Theater, who knows, in Deland, where uh, Chad Gallivanter did a great video from there. 
And it was like, once again, because I, I went there with my mom so many times. It's just great to see some of those areas. I don't think I'm going to get back to Florida, though, seriously, for quite a while. And I told Winky this, and she said, um, well, didn't know what podcasts were until not so long ago, just didn't pay any attention. I just started using streaming stations a few years ago. I'm catching up slowly but surely. Okay, Mike, you take care. I haven't been home since my mother passed because I was telling her I I haven't, you know, uh, the last time I was in Florida was when my mom passed. And she says, I know why you wouldn't want to come back here. Aw. Well, I mean, there are nice people like her that I would come back to Florida for, but I sp- really, it's tough. Cause I know when I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna, it's all whole time I'm gonna be thinking about her. With everything going on that negative, that's negative, it's nice to see some things that are positive. She sent me a funny uh, email with a bunch of positive things. For example, Dolly Parton has a program that will mail your child a free age-appropriate book once a month from birth to age five. No obligation, no catch. She just wants to make sure that every child has books. That's from imaginationlibrarygc.org. Another positive thing, a guy named Dale Schroeder grew up poor in Iowa, never married, had no children, and worked as a carpenter at the same company for 67 years and only owned two jeans. He spent his life savings to send 33 students to college. On October 20... That's very positive. What a nice guy. Dale Schroeder. Isn't it amazing? People like Dale Schroeder in this world. On October 4th of 1975, the women of Iceland went on strike for equal rights. In 1975, 90% of the women walked off their jobs and out of their homes. 90% of all women, I guess, in Iceland. Shutting down the entire country, the men could barely cope. The next year, Parliament passed a law guaranteeing equal pay. Five years later, Iceland elected the world's first female president. Now Iceland has the highest gender equality in the world. In a world where there's no such thing as gender anymore. Wait a minute. Ah, it's interesting how that... Let's see. Was... Wait, what? Steve Buscemi? Here's something about Steve Buscemi. He was a New York City firefighter from 1980 to 1984. The day after the 9-11 attacks in New York, he returned to his old firehouse to volunteer. He worked 12-hour shifts for several days alongside other firefighters searching for survivors in the rubble of the World Trade Center. And there are, wow, there are so many of these darn uplifting things that I guess I'll end with Billy Joel who recently uh, what's her name Olivia Rodrigo was on stage with him singing Uptown Girl Billy Joel never sells tickets to the front rows of his concerts aside from wanting to beat the scalpers he got tired of all the bored rich people staring up at him that's true that's so true you watch there's so many concerts now up on YouTube I hate you YouTube so many concerts now and you watch a lot of these and there's these bored just jaded 
move uh, music industry I don't know maybe their movie industry just just entertainment industry or other rich type techie type whatever people just blank faces just vapid like the podcasters I was talking about on the last show I was going off on podcast movement oh but to sum up what Billy Joel said he sends now what he does is he sends his road crew out to bring down the fans from the worst seats to the front row so there'll be people in the front row that are really happy to be there he says those are real fans wow and there's about 20 other things studies show that cats understand human commands but don't care to follow them wow interesting stuff so thank you to Winky I'll read other ones that she sends me I was just saying The last So on the last podcast Discussing The Podcast movement convention Podcast movement I was told recently by My friend Masa Wells No relation to Orson Wells I don't think But Masa himself a creator Like Orson And Masa said Hey uh, Check out Adam Curry So I did I listened to his No Agenda podcast And Adam went and talked about Going to the podcast movement Convention And he is known as the pod father He helped create podcasts And launch this craze That yours truly is a part of And now Winky is listening to But here's the thing Is at the podcast movement convention It's getting really really bogged down In the whole woke culture And it's also Uplifting and shooting to the stratosphere Podcasters that are not podcasters They are video casters They are people That want to be video influencers They're all about the camera And shining for the camera Looking beautiful for the camera And getting fans that way On a purely visual Context And not in this audio realm That I that's, This is why I embrace podcasts To begin with and it seems like, and I ranted and raved a lot about the Gen Zillas right? and the millennials and everybody that are just attacking podcasts that are just showing up all over the place on podcasts and how they, they lack a lot of the understanding that Gen Xer type radio people and boomers and others, okay, Mike, okay, boomer, Mike, or Gen Xer, Mike, but yeah. There, there, you definitely hear a difference Between somebody who has a radio background And someone who just said I'm going to start podcasting one day And unfortunately Huge organizations that are well known That are huge NPR for example In particular Hire these young young people Because they want to get the young market Because let's be real The young people are going to be around a lot longer than people like me or are going to be around potentially longer than me so they are interested in them but the young folk all they care about is being real and they don't care about any of the radio stuff they don't want to learn from anybody they don't want to learn any technique they're not interested in anything any older people say whereas when I was young we were in awe Of the people that were ahead of us In radio We were like Wow 
how on earth does that person have a voice like that? How on earth is that person so good at doing a monologue on the radio without having any calls? Or how fantastic they are with callers? It's just, it's not there. It's not there. I, it, I hope, I hope some people go back and listen to the older radio days or podcasters that are really good at what they are doing. Now, all that said, in my 20s, I sucked on the radio really bad. I was not good at all. And here's a little example. 197, yes, they made their paw proud. That's Nelson, the twin big hit with love and affection. At number 26, Vogue by Madonna came in at number 27 and Billy Idol number 28. Coming up we've got a song by Janet Jackson that hits uh, number 25 and it's a song about coming back to uh, her whatever that meant. The compact disc. Wow, that was Mike in 1990. <laughs> I had only been in radio for 4 years. Yikes. Uh, I heard something else I said on that same tape cuz that was off of a cassette. And I was pretty uh, shocked. And I wanted to reach back in time to young Mike and say, Mike, that's not cool. You don't say those things on the radio. But I was trying to be edgy back then. Crazy Mike. All right. It's time now, as we wrap up the show, to bring you the Mike Matthews New Tunes feud. And I've gotten uh, quite a few people sending me stuff. One of them is Drew Holcomb. I believe we had him on the show at one point it sounds like we did he's got a new song called dance everybody now that's our first contestant so do you like this song better for let's listen to a little bit of it all you cowboys tricksters hipsters trying so hard to be cool all you dreamers and schemers thirsty for more i want to dance with everybody oh man i like that one i'm gonna tell you <laughs> Good job, Drew. All right. So either Drew... And performed by Mike Uh Matthews. What is that? Sorry, that was A-frame. She was a little bit ahead of the curve there. We will uh, go back to her in a moment. (laughs) We're looking for the other song. Okay. So do you like Drew Holcomb better? Or, please tell me, do you like Fayaz and the Wasted Chance? Oh no, it's Fayaz and the Wasted Chances. And it's a... Uh, okay, they have a song called Flutter. Is this the song or is it an album? I always get that a bit uh, mistaken. Let's see. They have links that take me nowhere. So... Oh, wait. Uh, SoundCloud. Here we go. I think we can catch this through their SoundCloud account. Flutter. I'm actually working with a board so I can fade it out. Okay, that was cool. I faded it out because I actually had a board outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley. So that was Fayaz and the Wasted Chances. Did you like Fayaz and the Wasted Chances better or Drew Holcomb? Call me 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast has been for a couple of days. I sort of did a daily... I did actually two podcasts on Thursday, but I did it so late in the day on Thursday. It technically could have been Friday. So, hey, 
I'm trying to keep it going. But look who's here outside a cafe anyway. Hi, Ma. It's Pretty the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? It's a disgruntled fiddle player, Mike. I remember back. Tell you what. What? I remember back when I used to be on the Santa Fe Cafe with you. Can you find some audio from that? You are going to sound so different, but strangely the same. Yes, I will look. Maybe we'll get lucky next time on the show. We'll have a little clip of you. I look forward to that. That is going to be... And the next show, maybe I'll have a little bit of the country quiz. I used to do that live and take contestants live, and anything could happen. We didn't have a delay going. So people could have said profanity. Thankfully, they didn't. And look who else is here. Oh, Mike, I make the least root beer Well, I guess technically Jim the janitor said some profanity and bleep. he got bleeped uh, in that clip we heard earlier. I don't know what you're talking about. Drink that root beer right now. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm going to drink. Here we go. Mmm. Excellent. So what do you think about any of this? 336MM daily. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is Mike Matthews. Daily isn't what this podcast is. Next show, it'll be the wonderful... Mm, Madam Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. And with more ways to reach me, now it's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.